today's episode is going to be different because for the first time, I'm featuring a guest. And by staying true to the podcast name, they will remain anonymous. Uh, Our episode today will focus on the topic alone but not lonely. So to start off, I'll be giving the definition of loneliness and solitude. Loneliness is marked by feelings of isolation despite wanting social connections. It is often perceived as an involuntary separation, rejection, or abandonment by other people. However, solitude is voluntary. People who enjoy spending time by themselves continue to maintain positive social relationships that they can return to when they, ha- when they crave connection. They still spend time with others, but these interactions are balanced with periods of time alone. So, have you ever felt lonely? Yes, I feel like everybody has at some point because as humans, it's our nature to crave social interaction. And so it's inevitable that without it, um, you might feel that way. And so has it ever had an effect on you if it was like negative or positive? So, yeah, I feel like in the moment, um, feeling lonely can definitely like feel like a negative experience. But in the long term, being able to be alone and being able to take some time away from people um, can help you be more independent and stop relying on other people for things like happiness. So do you like being lonely? No, I don't like being lonely. I like being alone and I feel like there's a difference because um, being alone is more of a choice that you make and you put yourself in that position whereas being lonely um, is involuntary because it's caused by feelings of like isolation despite wanting a social connection yeah okay do you think that people choose to be alone because they fear the way people are going to react to them trying to find comfort within that person it's like when you confide in people and you feel like they don't really understand what you're going through and it isn't like completely their fault it's just that sometimes you don't always understand what other people are going through mainly because you've never been through it yourself so there's no way that you could really like bond with them in that way and so i feel like people just um resort to like dealing with things on their own do you think you can be alone with someone um you can say that we if you'd feel a specific amount of like comfort during your time with a specific person there there can be a time where like we're both sitting in each other's company but we're both doing our own thing basically yeah and in a sense where it doesn't feel awkward or that like you're ignoring each other but more of just like enjoying each other's company in silence yeah i was just gonna say yes i do feel like you can be alone with somebody not physically obviously but you can be alone in your own thoughts while you're with while having somebody else's company basically i don't understand that like you like basically let's say me and you are together but it's like completely silent like i'm alone in my own thoughts and i'm doing my own thing you're doing your own thing yeah but okay yeah that's what i meant though 
Yeah, so for example, uh, disconnecting to some people can be a coping mechanism or a defense mechanism where they kind of feel like they subconsciously fall into it. It's like a protected thing that um, just allows them to have a safe fall to what they're going through. But if you're looking at it from like um, an empath's point of view, um, to them, they kind of feel through other people. And so this kind of adaptation um, thing they go through is when they sense what other people are, are feeling or like they'd focus on their movements and their expressions. And according to that, they just adapt how they're feeling. And that can be very burdening because you let go of how, like you let go of your baseline of your feelings and you kind of let the other person that you're focusing on control you through their feelings. And so that's, that has a really huge negative effect on your mental health in so many ways. So do you think that's like part of the reason people tend to put others' wants um, before their needs? Yeah, because to them, um, there are actually two factors to that. Some people um, do it because they don't want to deal with what they're going through, and so they'd rather focus on other people and kind of help them in a way. Mm -hmm. And that's also another coping mechanism that doesn't last long because eventually you'd have to deal with your emotions. Yeah. And the second factor is other people have just... um, I don't know how to explain it, but like they've just always been that way. It's like they always put other people before them. And obviously that always has a negative effect because always allowing people's like comfort come before yours. Like it's when when they say you can't give from an empty cup, Mm -hmm. like you're going to be completely drained. And so you can't really help someone else you might actually be pulling them down with you. Yeah, so I was about to say that I like to be alone, but if I let myself wonder a lot, I end up in a dark spot. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say, like, like, okay. Do you ever get to feel that way? No, No. I actually really like being alone, but, um... For me, I could do it all day, but I feel like it it's a bad habit. It's starting to become a really bad habit because at the end of the day, I still live in a house with all my family members, and I feel like me spending too much time away from them isn't necessarily fair to them, and it isn't healthy either um, because I'm not really interacting with them as much as I should be, and I feel like that's a habit that I need to work on. Has loneliness added something to your personality or your view on the world? In my experience, answering my own question, um, when I left a friend group or like, you know, a situation that led to leaving a friend group, I like things like walking alone to, let's say, class or just in general, you know, at school where uh, you'd be used to like doing those things with your friends they kind of 
made me feel anxious a lot of the time because, because i was so used to being with people all the time that i was so focused on what is happening like with us and so i had no time to actually think outside but i was actually but then when i became alone and like i had to go through through things by myself it felt different so when you're with a group of people you're kind of too focused with with them and what you're doing with them that when you end up being alone you kind of your mind subconsciously forces you to look at yourself from other people's perspectives mm-hmm. and so like if you take the example of walking alone as to when you were walking with people you'd kind of be like okay um i bet now people are looking at me and saying oh she's alone that means she's lonely she doesn't have any friends because she's walking alone but like you said in reality if if you'll actually think about it yeah. while you're walking alone now you don't really like you're too bothered with your own self mm-hmm. to actually think about oh look this person's walking alone yeah, there's exactly. something wrong with them i feel like it just you kind of start to think irrationally because like if you think about it you've never really looked at somebody walking alone and said oh this yeah. person's so lonely i bet they don't have any friends yeah although you understand where that um, all that anxiety comes from because for example if you're in a friend group your personality or like who you are is kind of forced to merge and match all of the others so in a way if you end up being removed or you choose to remove yourself from that kind of atmosphere you would struggle to to find yourself at that point mm-hmm. and i think that's why i think it's important to be alone because you'll be more independent yeah so we're coming to the conclusion of this episode but before we do that i have been working on this podcast for a couple of months now and the feedback i've received from all the listeners is uh, genuinely very overwhelming and so i've decided to finally introduce the idea that i've uh, had in mind for a while now and it's the anonymous form where you'd be able to share your ideas or just a place that you can confide in and be able to speak without being judged and this will allow you the listeners to kind of have an input to the content being used as the next episode will be how i am going to respond um to your submissions basically uh, they will all stay anonymous i wouldn't even know who they are and that is something that i would really like to see um work with this podcast so what do you think about this idea because i've had it from like the beginning i just thought of having a couple of introductory episodes to gradually um get the viewers used to basically listeners yeah. sorry um okay so I think it's a really good idea, especially since you've already had episodes out. So people like kind of already know how you approach situations and um, how you deal with them. So I feel like being able to sort of like submit what you're going through so that you can talk about it on your podcast makes it more personal to the listeners. I'd like to conclude this episode by thanking our special guest for taking the time uh, to be here today. So thank you. Thank you for having me be the first guest on your podcast. So as usual, if you've got this far, thank you for listening and talk to you next time. Yours sincerely, Anonymous. Bye.